Welcome to Pod Beta, where we give you quick podcasting tips from the Plugtone Audio Collective. I'm your host, Emily Holland. Let's get into it. Hey, Peter, how you doing? I'm good, Emily. How's it going with you? It is going well. Thank you for joining me on Pod Beta. Can you just introduce yourself and your show and how you're involved in Plugtone? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Peter Horgan. I'm based in South Central Colorado. I'm the host of Access Funds Climbing Advocate podcast. And I joined in uh, with Plugtone Audio and the Collective uh, in the last handful of months just to be a part of a great community of other creators and audio creatives and yeah, be a part of a, a community of people who really care about their respective sport activity and, and others and how we all kind of interact and mesh together. Wow. That is a really amazing introduction. <laughs> Love it. Um, it's funny. The topic that we're going to get into today is pretty pertinent in my mind um, because in preparing for our conversation today, I did very little preparation for our conversation. I <laughs> forgot what it was like to hook up a mic, uh, how it was <laughs> to hook up my inputs and outputs. I forgot uh, what kind of platform I wanted to use. And all to say, um, there's definitely been times in my podcasting experience where I've prepared much more and I've prepared much less. So we're going to get into it today, a little bit about preparation and why you might want to do it uh, more than you think or sometimes less than you think is necessary. So when I put a call out to the Plugtone group and see if anyone, any podcasters in the group wanted to offer their areas of interest in podcasting, you had talked a little bit about, um, as we tried to figure out, is it Shakespeare or Yoda said to be or not to be? <laughs> um, you said to agenda or not to agenda. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about why you wanted to bring that topic up? Yeah, absolutely. I think preparation can come in many forms, doing research on your guests, watching videos, scrolling through their social media, whatever, to prepare yourself for an interview. But this specifically to agenda or not to agenda comes down to forming questions and topics and kind of handing them over to your guest before you jump on your call or your recording. And I, I, I lean towards, my, for myself, doing the agenda. I know it helps me get through the conversation. And I think that's the most important thing is just knowing yourself and being honest with yourself. Like, are you good at just winging it and improvising or, or not? And I've recognized, I recognized early on that I, I don't want to say I'm bad at it, but I'm better at coming in prepared with an agenda of sorts. Right. And so you, you do that to set yourself up for success. And some people really excel at just winging it and some and some don't. And so I tried doing it before and realized like, yeah, I need to stick with this agenda thing. So I get more comfortable by putting that together. And I send it out to the guests, I don't know, a week ahead of time with, with topics and questions. I usually, I, I usually make two versions. I'll make one with questions and topics that I want to talk about and go over in the conversation. Then I'll copy and paste that into another document and add notes that I want to remember to bring up during the conversation that are pertinent to each sub, uh, subject matter, right? So I don't forget those either. And I've had guests reach out before I even had a chance to send them to send them the agenda 
they're like, Hey, are you to send topics and questions for like me to, to, to review before I get into it before we record? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't worry. It's almost like a panicky feeling. They're like, I don't want to feel silly or, or, or stupid or anything going into the conversation and not knowing what we're talking about. And so I definitely, I think I relieve some pressure on them by doing that. And, you know, so I always leave it open-ended when I send them the agenda, like, hey, if there's anything in here, I send them to them as a Word document so they can get in there and edit the way they want, not as a PDF, you know, as opposed to a PDF. Um, so they can get in and edit, they can add anything, they can subtract anything, amend anything they need to fit, you know, what they want to talk about and what, they, what they're knowledgeable about. Because I say that because I've sent topics out to guests before and they're like, you know, I actually don't really know a whole lot about that subject. It's like, oh, okay, good. I'm glad I didn't like get into the conversation and and like ask you a question. You're like, I have no idea. So, yeah, that's that. Those like kind of twofold. You kind of you set yourself up for success. You set the guests up for success, and yeah, you avoid any any awkwardness maybe in the conversation of them not knowing something or feeling uncomfortable talking about something. That's another thing that's happened before. They're like, yeah, this might be a little touchy. Let's let's maybe just avoid that conversation. So, um, yeah, it's 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 knowing yourself. And better yet, I think if you can know your guest a bit too before you get into it, um, whether that's yeah preparing, just learning more about them, or knowing like how they might um, interact in a conversation if they're really good at winging it um, and they're they're good at improvising. Like I know, like setting up some guests, like this person's gonna be is a talker. They might have another podcast, and they're like they're really good at this stuff. Then like I know I can be more, you know, imp- uh, improv, improv, improvisational. Is the word. <laughs> Nailed um, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's kind of the pros and cons, just set yourself up for success and, and know yourself and know your guests. Yeah. One thing I say often in a lot of different facets of my life is like, you don't have to be serious, but you should take yourself seriously. And mm-hmm. the preparation piece for podcasting is just one of those pieces of taking yourself seriously. Right. And Whenever I'm when I'm being interviewed for some something, I really appreciate a list of questions. Like to your point, there's been times where people put stuff in there, and I'm like, "You might have researched the wrong Emily Holland. This is not <laughs> me, <laughs> so I'm not going to talk about this." Um, so it just gives your guests an opportunity to really control the conversation. And as we know, in a you know recorded conversation, there's very minimal control really. I mean, there's as much as you can do. So why not set yourself up for as much control as you can in that, in that discussion discussion. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is if you're editing this or you have an editor, it makes it way easier if you have like a specific outline and better flow for the editing process and less to cut out. If you don't Mm -hmm. have like weird in between pauses or kind of transitions that didn't really work out, you know? Yeah, totally. If I want to revisit a certain section of the conversation, I mean, the outline generally flows in order of the questions I have generally. You know, I'm starting to make it sound like my conversations are very scripted. I don't want to get that impression because, you know, there is banter in between. And if they, you know, I come up with my own thing off, you know, off the cuff when they respond to a question. But if I need to go back and edit something, I can like kind of go down the outline and see and kind of guess like, you know, where in the conversation that is. And I can find it quickly, you know, for timestamps when I always do timestamps um, with the, when I put out the recording too. So mm-hmm. um, I'll just know where like kind of where to find it. And it's just, it makes things efficient and, and effective. 
Yeah. It prepares yourself before the conversation. It prepares your guests before the conversation and allows really both of yourselves to take yourself seriously in this Mm -hmm. conversation. Then during, it's more of an ease and it's not a script, but it is a way that you can really have the flow of the conversation go the way that you think is best for the storytelling of that person or group. And then afterwards, the editing process may be easier. And if you have an outline that you've already created, that's really helpful in creating show notes or social media captions or any other assets that you're using afterwards. So you don't have to go back and listen to the whole thing and be like, what did we talk about? I don't even remember. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like you're right. It really makes the entire process way more um, succinct and efficient and you're able to, you know, go off script if you want to, but for the most part, you have a great container to keep the conversation in. Nailed it. Yep. hundred percent. Is there ever an instance in which you would say, let's, you know, throw it, throw it out. We don't want to prepare at all. I don't want to, I wouldn't say don't prepare at all, but I have done some in-person interviews and I have prepared for those, but I mean, being in person, you just like, I feel like you're responding a lot quicker to questions. And I know I have maybe some notes in my lap, but I don't, I can't like keep looking down at them. So I just try to come in like a little bit, just have things a little bit more memorized perhaps of what I want to talk about. And um, yeah. And again, if I'm, if I'm interviewing someone in person that I know is really good at riffing, I'll just like, I will put confidence in the, in the guest a little bit to, to help carry the conversation and kind of see where, where the conversation can go. So all just personal preference, whatever you think is going to work best for you, go with that. Yeah. You bring up a really good point though there too, is the in-person versus um, virtual preparation. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. And I wonder too, if you ever have pre-interview conversations or anything along those lines or have experimented with that in either in-person or virtual to help, okay, let's build this rapport. And then once we get into the recording, it's not as like slow start. We're kind of walking through the mud here. <laughs> <laughs> walking through the mud. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, it's, it's mostly over email. I don't do any like pre-calls per se, mm. but I definitely establish a good rapport with guests. There's Many back and forth um, over email about just, you know, scheduling and, and stuff and getting the time, just getting the time down, you know, just being flexible with people. I think you can really demonstrate your personality through flex, you know, showing your flexibility with people and, and making mm-hmm. sure your schedules line up and everything. And yeah, I've had, I've had people come back and actually, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but like give me some compliments on like just the way you got this set up, this like going into the conversation, the way you passed along these questions and topics, like that was, that was really helpful. That was very professional. And I, yeah, if you can have those email exchanges or if it warrants a phone call, like definitely, definitely do that. If the, if the guests request it, or if you feel like it's needed, you know, go for it and see if they're, see if they want to do that. I've never like set out like, okay, we need to build this rapport. It's just, it has happened very organically and I'm pretty grateful mm. for that. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't need to have the like an earlier conversation just to build rapport. If you feel like it's helpful for your storyline or whatever of the of what you're trying to express, then sure. But you can establish that by just being like professional and and prepared um, exactly. ahead of time. Exactly. The other thing I might say is just if you're someone who's being interviewed, 
this is a good opportunity for us to teach other podcasters uh, what is needed in order to feel prepared as a guest too. So if you're not receiving those prepared outlines or questions or any sort of like preamble to the conversation, maybe just ask for that. Like you said, Peter, you uh, have had, you know, people reaching out maybe more, even earlier than you actually created the outline. But, um, you know, as interviewees too, we get to control the conversation as well. So um, if there are things that you need from the podcaster, don't hesitate to ask for them. And if you're not getting what you need, then maybe get interviewed by a different podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the host should make the guest feel as comfortable as possible, as, as humanly possible. And being on the receiving end, the, the guest end of, of the conversation can also be intimidating, you know, like getting prepped for an interview. There's maybe some nerves going and you want to sound um, intelligent and informed and, you know, they've asked you to come on the show. So you want to kind of make sure you fill that role well, because you've been, you know, you've been asked to talk on something. So yeah, there's ways that the guests can prepare and, and if they need anything from, from the host, yeah, definitely they're there to help you, you know, help them help you in a way. So yeah, don't be shy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for giving us these little nuggets of knowledge. So I think the takeaways are just be prepared as much as you feel like is important for your own personality and for what your guest needs. That's what I'm taking away at least. Yep. You got it. Yeah. It's a kind of a, a mutual um, relationship here. You, you know, help each other out and set each other up for success and yeah. can't, can't go wrong. Okay, where can people find you and reach out and listen to your podcast? The Climbing Advocate podcast is available on multiple platforms, uh, Apple Apple Music, Spotify, Access Funds website, SoundCloud, <laughs> Amazon podcast, just anywhere you, anywhere you can get your podcast, you will find it. Look for the, kind of the dark green brown logo with the big headphones on it and the Access Fund logo and there you go. Nice. Thank you so much, Peter. All right, Emily. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this short episode. Follow along with us on Instagram at Plugtone Audio, on LinkedIn at Plugtone Audio, or at our website, PlugtoneAudio.com. If you're liking what you're hearing, make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a review, or share with a friend. Now, get out there and create something great.